Tanya Ballin here at the Playlist Retreat, and this is the Playlist Retreat podcast, and I'm surrounded by some incredible <laughs> women. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I know it took a lot to get us together because you're so busy and you're doing so much here, and it's so dope. Um, I'm here with singer-songwriter Amber Navran, singer-songwriter Tiffany Goucher, singer-songwriter MC Mamuna Youssef, aka Moo Moo Fresh, DJ Natasha Diggs. <laughs> So let's get it started. I just felt like we, you know, we went through the list of all the, the artists and the creatives here. And I noticed, we all noticed actually, there weren't many women. So I felt like it was important for us to have a space and really just talk about, you know, music and what it's like and music and womanhood in that intersection. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, what has this been like thus far? I know this isn't anyone's first time, but what has this process and the retreat been like for you guys? It's mind blowing to me. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's one of the greatest experiences I've ever experienced as a creative. Mm -hmm. uh, and Long time. Yeah. It's my second year, so yeah. Yeah, I, I'm happy. I can tell you feel at home here. Oh, yeah. Yes. This, this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you was in that pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three times a day, I gotta get it right. Yes, yeah. yes. Anyone else? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's just amazing just being in a space with so many people you can learn so much from. Even outside of the actual, like, creating music, just the conversations of like minded individuals and, you know, just getting a lot of wisdom from you know, people who are like elders or mentors to me and who've been doing it longer than I have and just being able to have honest conversations and get really good advice, you know, that doesn't always happen. You're not in a space like that all the time that's um, where you can be open and vulnerable and honest and really get some um, valuable feedback, you know? So the conversations I feel like alone here have, have been really incredible, as well as the information from, um, guest speakers who have come in you know i'm excited about the the, the, the trainer that came yeah. this year and just because you know and every year it gets better because that's such an important part of our existence is taking care of the creative itself that mm -hmm. we don't always deal with we yeah. deal with what we produce but not the vessel that produces it you yeah. know so yeah every year it gets better and yeah. it's an Every year has been an amazing experience. I look forward to it all year long. Yeah. I don't take no gigs during the retreat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta make that time. Mm -hmm. um, I love that you talked about that self-care panel that we just listened to because I was thinking so much about womanhood and yeah. self-care. As women, we're expected to balance so much. And I can imagine as women creatives, there's a lot of pressure to be everything, right? Yeah. Like you gotta be on point, but you also gotta look good all the time, yeah. no matter the circumstance. Yeah. So, you know, tell me a little bit about what it's like, you know, being a woman in this industry. It's tough, yeah. but uh, it's necessary. Mm. And I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like that comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like we always feel like we have to fight for a place, yeah. but it's like it just makes us more creative, though. I think, mm -hmm. and, and it adds so much uh, validity to the music as well, too. So yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, even yeah. though it's hard. I mean, yeah. life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. this? You know. So yeah. I feel like we speak for so many who can't speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about how many women um, wanted to take this path but didn't. Either because it, you know, it was discouraged. Um, you know, some a lot of women feel like they have to make a choice between career yeah. and family, whether it's husband or child. Um, recently, I traveled throughout Central America, and I noticed the we were doing workshops, um, bringing awareness about the amounts of femicides that are happening throughout Central America. And the main theme I, I kept hearing the girls say, 
I can't do this because my father says I can't, even adult women. So still not really being able to follow their own dreams, um, especially the ones who, who wanted to be artists. They felt like uh, it was synonymous with being a whore. You know what I mean? And just, yeah. And just having that stop them from pursuing what God's gift to the world. Yeah, that was, that was really deep, you know, that, um, you know, so we worked a lot with trying to get past that blockage, you know, that just sometimes, isn't it, you know, because in the industry, yes, it's true that women's bodies are exploited for, you know, for gain, but that's not what God gave us this gift, this gift for, to speak to the masses and to heal people and uplift people, and just kind of showing them that it can be a different, a different way, you know? I mean, I think it's a time like in the universe where like the divine feminine is coming to the forefront. Yeah, it's like it's our role to like as artists and creatives to like you know to, to create that balance. Like mm-hmm. even for our male counterparts, it's like so necessary. Like they've been they've been gypped too because mm-hmm. and, you know they haven't been able to express their feminine side yeah. or like get in touch mm-hmm. with that side. Be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And so having a feminine presence in these artistic situations is like for the betterment of the whole. You know, yeah. like we have to. Mm-hmm. be here yeah. <laughs> in these spaces and you know shining that that light yeah i love that you talk about that that divine feminine energy and like mm-hmm. allowing that vulnerability that is so mm-hmm. necessary Definitely. to create so so necessary um so i have like a two-part question i guess it's, it's kind of for amber and tiffany as well mm-hmm. just in terms of you know Mumu, you mentioned breaking down barriers and mm-hmm. taboo so you know amber you had an ep and called speak up mm-hmm. and it talked a lot about self-doubt and pushing past that women when we talk about women in the confidence gap and whatever mm-hmm. we're doing that exists and uh, tiffany I, I love your music it's so sensual it just yeah. makes you feel like really powerful in your sexuality but then i was reading up on you and i found out you came from a very religious household so and then i'm imagining you know how do you go from that to now speaking out proudly about you know your sensuality your sexuality without feeling a sense of shame so i guess for both of you like how do you push past that feel those feelings of self-doubt and speak up and be yourself and be proud to be that and forget about That's the taboos question, yeah. yeah you can go first <laughs> <laughs> um for me, yeah, I kind of realized that I always felt like I didn't deserve to be where I was. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to school to play jazz saxophone, and I was like, often like the only girl instrumentalist in the mm-hmm. class, and I always felt like, oh, I'm not good enough to be here. But later, I'm like, no, that was just in my head. You know, mm-hmm. that wasn't true at all. So for me, making the EP was really important. It was empowering just mm-hmm. to be like, I can do this by myself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need yeah. a guy. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people... Th- Women think that they can't do it, and it's, yeah. it's easier than you think it is, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just about, like, doing it even though I wasn't sure if I could, mm. and just, like, just going for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was my experience. It was really empowering. Yeah. 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 Uh, for me, growing up in a like, religious home and, you know, me being a queer artist, um, I went through the whole process of, like, singing about boys and all that stuff, and I didn't feel mm. like myself. I felt like... The dissonance within myself so yeah. I just had to get to a place where I knew it's like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel so mm-hmm. once I really started loving on myself too mm-hmm. I was able to create the music from a pure place yeah. and I think a lot of it had to do with just just starting to love myself rather yeah. than shaming myself yeah. flipping that making that you know reversing that and taking the car back mm-hmm. really celebrating who I am you know I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not going against who I am I am who I am so. yeah uh, just coming to that love, self-love. Mm. What was that defining moment where you're like, you know what, I need to love on myself. I'm done, you know, trying to be someone else or something else. I was like, 
I was like 23. Yeah. I came out to my dad, and his reaction made me. He was like, he didn't even really care, and I was just like, what am I tripping? <laughs> That's when I realized I was like, he's like, this I've been is in my head. Yeah, and like I can't carry this anymore, so I let that go, and I was really able to like just spearhead my whole career, like where I see myself. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 What do you feel, you know, right now we're in a very interesting time <laughs> with this current administration and there's a whole conversation about women having agency and control over their bodies. What do you think music and arts role is in the Me Too movement? How have you seen it manifest itself, whether it's with you or with other, other creatives? Well, I think we've always had a responsibility before there was a, a hashtag called Me Too. I feel like we've always had that responsibility. I appreciate that now people are willing to listen. You know, it's been interesting. I mean, there are songs that, you know, I wrote 10 years ago, I can just re-release right now because yeah. it's the same conversation, but people are more willing to listen to it now because I guess there's more uh, popular support around it or maybe it's trending or, you know, I don't know. Maybe people are just finally fed up. I'm not sure what took it over the edge, but I'm happy that, mm -hmm. that it's over the edge and that the conversation is ready to be had. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I did this uh, this verse on NPR about being a woman in the industry, and it just was, you know, my feelings. I had no idea that it would be thousands of women and men would reach out to me like, yo, thank you yeah. for, have, for start, mm -hmm. you know, having that conversation mm -hmm. from that perspective. And, um, and from a balanced perspective, I was talking to Spawn about this. It's, feminism is not about doing this without men's support mm -hmm. or about mm -hmm. this has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. This is a woman's thing. It's not because it's just like, like racism is not, you know. A, a, Only people of color. No, it's not their yeah. issue. It's everyone's issue. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So the same thing about bringing equity to, to gender is, is everyone's issue. So yeah, it has everything to do with you. It has to do with us working together and honoring what we each bring to the table yeah. as valid and important and necessary. Um, so I was really taken aback. It just let me know like, you know, some things are just about timing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can't happen in today's proper time. And if you want to take it to a deeper level, you know, we just had this amazing lunar eclipse that just happened yeah. maybe the earth is ready yeah. you know what i mean for the yeah. for the divine feminine to come for to that like you energy. know what you're saying about yeah. that yeah maybe the whole earth is ready and so yeah. we are just responding to it so i'm just i'm i'm happy that it's happening you know even in terms of conversations that were real and, and valid like let's say 10 years ago Girls who are just coming into the industry, they don't even know what we're talking about mm -hmm. when we say that. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that they don't. Yeah. I'm glad that they can't relate to some of the injustices we yeah. faced. Yeah. You know, it means progress is, is truly happening, you know. Yeah. Like what we were talking about earlier, they don't they don't know what it's like to be discriminated against for being pregnant mm -hmm. or to have it written in your contract that you can't be get pregnant because you are a product yeah. Yeah. and your body belongs to them and you have damaged their product by becoming Woo. pregnant. Woo. Girls just getting signed, they don't even know what that's like. They yeah. they look like, oh, that's that's the past. It's like not the distant past, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's pretty recent, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, but I'm, I'm glad that they don't know what it's like. And so that means, you know, we're making progress. Yeah. I love that you mentioned listening, and I think with women, that's always been the main thing, like sometimes we just feel like our male counterparts aren't listening mm -hmm. to us, mm -hmm. and I think yesterday you were talking about that with yeah. your, your NPR performance and how the man reached out to you and he said, you know, wow, like I actually like decided to ask my wife, mm -hmm. is she happy mm -hmm. because of your song? Yeah, he's, he sent me a message saying, you saved my marriage. Yeah. There was a line where I, where I just said, um... Can you spit some of it for us? Yeah, yeah. I think I said, uh... 
Sometimes being a woman is like being black twice. I got to mm. scream fire instead of rape and you tell me to act nice. Mm. Look pretty, stay slim, don't talk loud. Don't think, don't feel, don't act proud. But if I'm at my lowest, how you 100%? God made woman and man for the balance of it. So will the real men please stand up and defend what God made signing off with love? And that part about how if I'm at my snap, lowest, snap, snap. you know what I mean? Yeah. And he said, he asked his wife, like, are you happy? Yeah. Like, you know, because I guess he was questioning, am I 100%? Because yeah. if I can't be 100%, if she's at 20%, you know, mm -hmm. then maybe, I'm, and, and her response was, no, I'm not. And I haven't been for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they never even had the conversation. But I mean, but not only did he, he never ask, but she never spoke up and said, I, I'm not happy. This hurts. Or this is, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Or I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel like my destiny, you know, is being fulfilled. So that, you know, that, again, that's that two-way conversation. It's on two people to say, I feel oppressed, so I feel whatever. And the other person say, hey, are you good? Yeah. Because I love you and I want you to be good, you know? And um, and that's not just in a relationship setting. That's in, in any kind of setting where, you know, you the balance of life. You can't be great if your counterpart is not great you know yeah. what i'm saying business like relationships. yeah yeah like, business relationships yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely and it really is to you know to to ask that question and, and um you know we can't be great if the earth ain't great you know what i'm saying they taking the bees yeah. 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 Listen. You know, so everything is connected. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's and it's like energy. the more we realize that we can work towards coming back into balance mm -hmm. with ourselves, with our environments, with our loved ones. Mm -hmm. And um I was I I'm telling you, I had no idea it was gonna take like that. I'm just speaking my truth, you know, things that I've experienced. And I'm like, look, I got something to say. Like yeah. I'm feeling some type of way. And y'all mm -hmm. finna hear it today. Yeah. You know, and for so many people to um to just say like that's what I was thinking yeah. but I didn't quite know how to say it and a lot of times because we're upset about something we've been hurt by something we'll put it out in a way that can't be received yeah you get yeah. what I'm saying yes. it can't be received that way and so we bump up against the wall and there's no progress made mm -hmm. but really being vulnerable enough to share your heart like look this yeah. is what my heart like I love you. To speak out. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this is also happening. Mm -hmm. Let's fix this. Let's heal this. You know? Yeah. I think that's, that's you know, what was able to happen. It's just, you know, yeah. it's a blessing. I, I, I'm so grateful for that, that that conversation is moving forward. And it's going to be different for our daughters. Yeah. That's, that's what's so amazing, that we are these forerunners of our generation that are really standing on the front line, taking the shots, yep. and it's going to be different for the girls that come after us. Someone Just like, did it before us. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if you think about a person like, for me, Lauren Hill, right? Mm -hmm. Seeing Lauren Hill as a kid, a woman who was brown-skinned with natural hair mm -hmm. and fully clothed, I had never seen that before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you couldn't say, oh, she's popping because she's naked. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think of any other woman who didn't have a weave at that at that yeah. time, period. Yeah. You yeah. know? And me growing up, my mom ain't allow us to straighten our hair. Yeah. So Same. it was like, oh my God, Same. you know, somebody yeah. I could really identify when she was doing it at the top of her level. Yeah. You know what I mean? The top of her craft. Yeah. You know, Miss who, who, who's outdone Miss Education yet? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 20 years later, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And that was incredible for her to just be able to be authentically her. And it, it was so real that it stood the test of time, you yeah. know? 
it's interesting you mentioning, you know, the wife who didn't, you know, say I wasn't happy and also talking about body. You know, we talked about this last night. We're conditioned, I think, sometimes as women to, to be silent from mm-hmm. a very young age, to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. And that manifests when in music now, right? It's all the pressure is on your appearance. Do you feel that way? Like, do you feel like there's a lot of yeah. pressure on how you look? And have you have there been situations where you've had to fight back and say, "No, I'm gonna wear what I want to wear," whether it is a bikini or whether it is a, a, a sweatsuit. Like, I'm gonna wear what I want to wear. Have For you guys sure. ever encountered that and pressure on what your appearance is and what you wear? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Definitely. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell it's me about annoying. that. It's just annoying because yeah. it's like I feel this way and I'm gonna wear this. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't. What I wear shouldn't determine how you perceive what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know. Or, I'm, I'm speaking real shit. Yeah. So I'd rather you just listen and tell yeah. me my shirt is this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like her because eyebrows. It's like, it's stupid. Right. Yeah. It's so dumb. Like, yeah. They're not paying attention yeah. to what you say. It's like yeah. your eye candy. Yeah. And oh, you're not even trying to digest it. You just want to nitpick at it. Yeah. So it's just like, but it's also like the more we buy into it, we make it harder for the next generation to be authentic. You know what I mean? So yeah. it really is being able to be like, nah, I'm not doing that. That's not real for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And standing our ground and representing ourselves. On the outside, the way we feel on the inside, you know, it helps. But, I mean, that's definitely there, like, all the time. And, I mean, that was like a precedent in the music mm-hmm. industry. It's like, you know, we hear all sex sales and, you yeah. know, you got to look like this and you got to be this size and you got to be this. And you got to, you know. So much pressure. And it's yeah. so, so much. much. It's, yeah. about, it's about the music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I love fucking being a woman. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Curse. But, like, um, no, I think we... we get to like do those we get to be beautiful or however mm-hmm. we want to feel on stage you know what I mean or you know we get to dress a certain way that you know we can express ourselves mm-hmm. through more ways than our music you know like we just have a different presence or whatever yeah. so it's like why not utilize that in our in our in what we do you For know sure. as well yeah. and it's like but it doesn't have to be all about that you know? and, it, and it, it should be our choice our it should be our you know what I mean not, yeah. not forced on it's us not, yeah no, it's like that time is over it's right? so yeah. over it's such an old paradigm it's like Nah, it's just like it's just an ex- another expression of ourselves, just yeah. as music or any the words that come out of our mouth. It's just another what we wear, our how style. we decide to look. Yeah. yeah, I think even you know when you have the two types of feminism, one that's like the stereotypical, like angry, I don't like men, I'm mad, or then the other stereotypical, <laughs> I'm. A, a sex goddess, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And when you think I'll about, I'll cater to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you think about um, women's sexuality, how we present ourselves as sexy, mm-hmm. we didn't even come up with what sexy. Like yeah. we didn't. You know what I'm saying? We haven't defined what sexy like, is. Like women us. didn't yeah. create high heels. We yeah. didn't create corsets. Like all of those things, you know, came mm-hmm. about in what, like the 18th mm-hmm. century or something like that. Like we didn't, we didn't create that stuff. <laughs> You know, even like, like you know, I'm I'm thinking about images that you see of women, even like you know the the poses. Yeah. And, I mean, they come from like Betsy Boop, like drawings. Yeah. They used to take their ribs out to like yeah. and make it, that. Like work. women never. The thing that we create, that we call sexy, that that we follow, we no woman made that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I loved, and this is interesting. Like I was looking at. When Erica Badu first did the window seat video, and you know she got her wig cap on, you know stretch marks, you know she just so finished nursing weird. her baby yeah. breast, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And they banned that video. They shouldn't. Have but 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 Nicki Minaj when she dropped Anaconda similar uh, soon after that that wasn't banned though. 
because it was someone else's idea. One is for the male gaze. They didn't like that she was taking her power back and like I'm walking right down the street with my with my cellulite and my stretch marks and my titties out and my wig cap on. I'm gonna take this off. My hair not done. I ain't I didn't gel my edges. Bye bye bye. You get what I'm saying? I ain't got no high heels on, but I'm free and I own I own myself. And that got banned. Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. Like that's you're offended. Not by her, about her being naked, because women are naked all the time. Right. Yeah. You're offended by her self-autonomy. And you're, you don't have access to that. Yes. Right, you can't you control access, that. Yep. That song, Anaconda, is about... Yep. You know, yep. Yeah. You know, and it's a prosthetic everything. And that's yeah. that's good, that's not offensive. No. But if it's natural, and if she owns herself, then that's offensive to that's you. Power. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, that tells that already tells that's you something. True. It's like yeah. she owned her sexuality. Because right. to me, I'm just like, if I'm not sexy to you the day after I give birth, when I'm laying in bed with my hair messed up, <laughs> and <laughs> nursing this baby, and then I, then we ain't got nothing to talk yeah, about. You don't like me for real. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It reminds me of Janelle Monae. She has a quote. I'm probably like. I'm paraphrasing it, where she says, you know, we're not, women aren't here for your consumption. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. this is what, if I'm going to wear what makes me feel sexy. I don't get sexy for you. If you think that looks good, that's a cherry on top, mm -hmm. but it's for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes a lot of men, sometimes women don't can't wrap their mind around that mm -hmm. at the same time. Now, Natasha, I had a question for you as a DJ, because I have a lot of women DJ friends, and they talk about, one, the pressure with the parents and stuff. But are you, do you ever, especially with the Me Too movement and everything, are you ever conscious of the space? that you are creating with your music at parties? Cause you know, women go to parties and talk about being grabbed up on a lot. Like, are, is that something that you think about when you're picking songs and how you're gonna- I mean, yeah, I mean, and just in general with your yeah, music that I wanna hear and that I wanna put, it, put out to people in my environment and stuff, I'm very conscious of like the words, the language, like the vibe, the energy, like, my whole job when I when I DJ is to like uplift and to heal. Like that's yeah. how I, yeah. I see it. You know, yeah. it's like I'm here to bring these people together to like commune to like come together in this like love vibration type vibe. Like yeah. I'm not <laughs> here for the grabbing and the whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, so and it is it's such a subconscious thing, but it's like it's so powerful. Like when. And you know, like I, I just don't play what I don't like, you know. Yeah. Like basically. <laughs> yeah. But but I play what I like. And um, but so you're gonna if you're gonna be in my space, you're gonna feel that vibe or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm very conscious of it because you know there's a lot of songs that are very demeaning to women, mm -hmm. and, like that are have just you know we've grown up with and have become popular. They're party jams or whatever. But mm -hmm. more and more, I just like have to nix all that out because it, words are so powerful to yeah, me right. and it's so like powerful. and we are just so trained in our like you know to, to consume it and like oh that's nothing like smash mm -hmm. that smack that bitch up yeah like, who, who gives a shit and we be know? dancing and like battling like, with ourselves like oh yeah. this is nice oh this is not yeah. okay and, and it's like, like, yeah. Yeah. like nah, yeah. i don't know if that's the best the look really yeah. you know yeah. and and it's like you know, it's a, it's a new paradigm. It's a new shift now. Like we have to be like the, at the forefront of like, yeah. of, you know, because we are in a position of power. We are like way more powerful than anyone wants to let us know. You know, yeah. but but you know, like there's so many young girls and you know DJs or whatever who are looking at what I'm doing. So I'm definitely yeah. gonna like you know come from my my truth, from my heart, and like yeah. and what I think needs to be displayed to the next generation, like to uplift people, because the, the music and the powers that be, they want 
shit that's going to keep people oppressed, keep mm -hmm. people in this negative state yeah. of mind and this low vibration. But mm -hmm. if you come to my party, my whole job is to like, it's a yeah. Friday night or whatever. I'm going to take all that shit that you experienced throughout the week and heal, heal yeah. that. Like, you know, it's like you, you're going to leave here feeling uplifted and feeling good and like, you know, mm -hmm. dancing. Like, I think that's such a healing aspect of life is like dance, you know, so um, yeah, but yes, yeah, I'm very conscious of it. Yeah. And, and I and I see it like so much the subconscious effect that it has on others because yeah. you know yeah you know we're just it's it's a training thing and it's like we have to untrain our brains you know to mm -hmm. like in order to be free to really you know um, I love that you brought up you know you know it's intentional like to keep us down and stuff because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm the more I think about it insecurity is so profitable mm -hmm. you yeah. have to convince yeah. people all the time that no you need this yeah, yeah. like you need this product so you can be better you need this you need this so definitely. it's definitely perpetuated often so this is a broad question but you know what changes do you feel need to be made in order to have more women at the table to be here what do you want to see happen so that that can happen. I want to see women doing things they don't think they can do yeah. and then proving themselves wrong. Yeah. And not, and reaching out to other women for guidance and mentorship and mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like we stop, there's a lot of things stopping us, but sometimes we stop ourselves too. Mm -hmm. so. True. It's true. Yeah. I definitely get in my own way. Mm -hmm. So just like us, us being here is helping the next yeah. because we believe in ourselves enough to mm -hmm. be here. So it's like, like you said, just self-belief. Yeah. Yeah. And spreading mm -hmm. that around, encouraging women too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That I should want to bring that up. I don't know if you guys want to add. Because I, I know the three pillars for the retreat is motivation, inspiration, and collaboration. Yeah. Let's talk about sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Like, do you see that? Or how important is that? How do you manifest that? Like, how? It's essential. It's yeah. so important and um, beautiful. Like, you know, like to just uplift. I mean, like, we are in a place like where we said, like, you know, now the younger generation aren't going to experience some of the things we experienced 10 years ago but it's a beautiful thing and mm -hmm. to be able to share whatever our experience has been with them like mm -hmm. and you know like I maybe didn't have as many like female mentors most of my mentors yeah. have yeah. been dudes yeah, like, me too. and I've been very very blessed and I, mm -hmm. I want to you know I don't even want to dog that because mm -hmm. like I've been very fortunate I've had both experiences you know we've all had both those experiences like good and bad but but now being in a position where younger women are looking up to us or or um, you know, wanted to get into that game, and it's a different world now. We have so much that we can share with them, and so much that we can. So they don't have to go through the same stuff yeah. that you know we might have gone through, and um, and just in being ourselves and being our, speaking our truth, and like that's like the biggest inspiration I think is just doing you as much as you can, and like living by example. Like you don't know how much like you know your music inspires people. You know, like when when they see you just really living your truth and like your authenticity. You know. Yeah that because that they see you know that you think that they're looking at you seeing that like oh you're so amazing whatever but really they're just they're seeing a part of themselves yeah. within you like that authentic part of themselves within yeah. you. you're just like a mirror for mm -hmm. for what exists within them already so it's like they're naturally drawn to that and um yeah yeah it's, it's essential to share yeah everything yeah especially because i feel like we're taught so much to not trust women Mm -hmm. to not build with women mm -hmm. and it wasn't until I was older that I realized no wow like the best friendships that I've had yeah. they've been oh my, my support are women definitely women um, so my final question I want you guys to finish this sentence a liberated woman creative in 2018 is a liberated woman creative in 2018 
So who wants to start that? A liberative woman creative in 2018 is in control. Yes, agency. Um, I don't know. I I would. To me, it's just you know authentic. Like, and that can be in any any year. You know being courageous and authentic. Uh, Self-motivated. Yeah. 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 Get out of your head. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling yeah. myself that. So yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and talking positive to yourself, I realize. Yeah. Your self-talk is so important. Oh my God. It's and so important. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everywhere. I think Ooh. we're everywhere and we don't, more and more we're seeing people and we're, we're seeing each other, but there's more than we realize. There's yeah, women everywhere absolutely. who are amazing and who aren't getting the recognition or the opportunities they deserve. So. It's true. And it's not a, you know, the idea that there can only be one, you know, yeah. it's like being able to, to share greatness, the, the, the yeah. space that is greatness, really being able to share that. Yeah. And it, I think it really takes for us to be to not buy into that idea that there can only be one. Yeah. I don't think we created it, yeah. but we definitely buy into it. Yeah, you know we do. I mean? So being able to be like, nah, we can share the space. We're yeah. good. Yeah. We're yeah. Yeah. For everybody. You know? There's so much space. It definitely is. Yeah. 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 And I think when everyone's in their authentic truth, there's right. like definitely enough space for everyone to like express yeah. that truth. You know, There's enough for everybody to eat. There really yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. More really than is. enough. Abundance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you so thank much for you. having this conversation Absolutely. with me. Yeah. Um, this is Sophia Ballin here at the Playlist mm-hmm. Retreat with Amber, Tiffany, Mumu, and Natasha. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, and this is the Playlist Retreat Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. Great job.